Let us pray. Dear Lord God and Heavenly Father, uh, please be with us today as we hear your word and are challenged uh, by it. Pray, Lord, that my words will be your words today. We pray these things in your Son's name. Amen. Well, today we're talking about promoting the gospel in public, in life. As Christians, we're charged with the responsibility to share the gospel. Our theme for today is let us not be ashamed of the gospel. It is wonderful to be preaching at St Luke's today. A great privilege for me to share God's word with you and together. I'm so sorry I couldn't actually be live with everybody. You do get me a bit more dressed up though. I'm a bit more formal than I would have been um, if I'd come on Sunday morning. This is the final message in the series, the series Proclaim the Gospel Has Come. Today's message from Paul in the letter to the Romans as he waits to come to them is encouraging him to share the gospel with everyone, Jews and Gentiles alike. The Romans were not sure about sharing with the Jews who seemed to complicate the gospel with their old traditions. So as Paul encourages the Romans, let us be encouraged to know and share the gospel ourselves. The very basic gospel message is Paul's focus in the book of Romans. The simple message that we can gain righteousness from God through Jesus. So what is it that we're talking about when we say the gospel? The gospel of his son, God's son, Jesus Christ. Paul says early in the passage, it is the simple, powerful Bible message. Elsewhere in the Bible, in John, we hear, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. I'm sure you'll know it from John 3.16. God sent his Son Jesus to earth to live beside us, perfect, not sinful like us. Sin is what separates us from God. Jesus died on the cross, taking our punishment for our sin. And then, by rising again from the dead, defeated death and enables us to be forgiven by God so we can have a relationship, be connected to God and live with him forever. Jesus died for me. He died for you, and you, and you, and you, hiding up the back. It's a personal message and a personal relationship we have an opportunity to have with God and Jesus. This is very powerful and simple. Believing the gospel, believing in Jesus and what he's done for us, committing ourselves to God because of this and seeking to live like Jesus 
becomes the challenge for all of us and is the gospel message. I had some great training in trying to share the gospel message from John Chapman, an Australian evangelist who shared the gospel all over the world. He wrote a simple book called Know and Tell the Gospel. John Chapman was a down-to-earth, funny man who was passionate about the simplicity of the gospel message, a message for everyone. He said, study your Bible, especially the simple gospel message, and then share it. In this book, Chapo, The Chapo Collection, we read a quote from Graham Goldsworthy, who says, I will be forever thankful to God for the ability he gave Chapo to explain the gospel plainly, and biblically. Also in this book, in the front, we're reminded that 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 5 says this, For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Christ's sake. This is how Chapo lived. Be encouraged to share the gospel and live it. I'm going to digress a little because I think something practical Chapo taught me might be helpful for you. He told me a strategy for prayer. And Paul, in our passage in Romans, is praying for the Roman Christians. In verses 9 and 10 it tells us this. I don't know about you, but I often tell people I'll pray for them as I believe in the power of prayer and I believe that God is listening. When we walk away, or when I walk away, get on with our busy lives, how often do we forget? Chapo said to me, I pray straight away as I walk away so I don't forget. Try it as a strategy. If you believe in prayer, as it does work, and often you'll be reminded to pray for these people again and again. As I was preparing for this sermon, my Bible concordance says that verses 16 and 17 in Romans chapter 1, the focus of our message today, is the theme of the whole of Romans. Let me read it to you. I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes, first for the Jews, then for the Gentile. For in the gospel a righteousness from God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last. Just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. What a great message. 
I've been working in schools as a teacher since I left Teachers College in 1987. I thought that I wanted to work in public education so that I could share the gospel in my school with students, with my colleagues and with families. When Julie and I came out of Teachers College, there were very few jobs around for teachers. Can you believe it? Today we're crying out for teachers right across the country. Julie went and did extra training as a secondary teacher while I applied for independent schools. I got a job in a small Anglican school in Campbelltown. I soon learned that there were plenty of opportunities to share the gospel in independent schools. As it worked out, probably more opportunities as many families choosing independent schools were choosing them not for the religious aspect, but for the values of the schools and the educational offerings. While public education environment made it harder to actually share the gospel with tighter rules around religious freedoms and speaking about your belief in schools. I share this because it doesn't matter where we are, we can still share God's message of love and forgiveness with everyone. What does it look like for me as a teacher and a principal? Well, I try to treat everybody with respect and kindness. I try hard to listen to everybody as I seek to guide a path or make a decision. I commit things to God. I pray often. And I try to demonstrate that that's what I do. I try to speak about God and Jesus and what the gospel message is in chapel in Christian studies, in assemblies, when I'm dealing with difficult situations and I try to show care and where that care comes from. Now I'm certainly not perfect in living the gospel and sharing the gospel. At times I've pushed way too hard. There's some stories that you wouldn't like to hear, I'm sure. And at other times I've been silent when I should have spoken up. Sometimes I just get caught up in what everyone is doing around me and not make the decision that is the decision God would have me do. This is sin and I need to stop and remember to ask God to forgive me and press on in seeking to do what God wants. I believe I do this, but I still make mistakes. We are not perfect and we'll make mistakes as we live our life, our Christian life in service. Being honest to your mistakes and being genuine will be part of living your faith. Seek forgiveness from God, but don't pretend you are perfect as this will distance you from people. And we are charged to be out in the world living our Christian faith and therefore having the opportunity to share the gospel in our words and in our actions. All of the time, I've tried to stand firmly on the gospel message and not be ashamed of it. Some of the things we'll talk about today are no different for any of us in any context, as I believe we need to live our Christian faith and share the gospel message 
through our actions. We are also charged with the call to speak the gospel as well. Paul says in verse 15, That is why I am eager to preach the gospel also to you who are in Rome. Why? I am obligated to share with everyone. Jews, Greeks and non-Greeks, wise and foolish. Everyone. We are the same. Our core focus today, though, is not being ashamed of the gospel. And in verse 16, Paul writes this encouragement to us. I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. I believe we're charged to speak the gospel when and where this is appropriate and to live our lives by our faith. The living, our actions, will and should emphasise our faith and the gospel. Live your Christian life as an example. An iron shared with us two weeks ago about living a lifestyle, not a mission. I really like that. Live it as a lifestyle, not just as a mission. We need to live our faith in all we do, not compartmentalise it. It should be in everything. We should live it always, not just when we come to church or, in my example, when I go to school, an Anglican school, a Christian school, but everywhere in my life and your life. I do believe there's going to be a difference because of our God-given gifts and strengths and talents are different. For some, it'll be being able to preach the gospel. For some, the gospel will be shared through our hospitality, our generosity and opening up our homes to people. For some, it will be walking beside people in care. For some, it will be service. A very wide and open opportunity to share the gospel in what we do. I love it in the Bible that we're charged to be in the world, but not of the world. In the world, mixing, mingling, connecting with people with the challenge of not being of the world, drawn into not following what God wants, doing the things that we know are wrong. When we speak the gospel, do so openly and honestly and kindly. Hold on to the truths of God's word. When we share the gospel with our words or with our lives, we need to remember that the Holy Spirit will be part of this whole process. You, we, should faithfully share the gospel and then let God work in his mysterious ways. We may never know whether we've planted a seed or watered that seed. It will be God's work 
We just need to faithfully seek to do it. You don't have to argue with someone to your blue in the face. Just faithfully live your life seeking to serve God, share the gospel in your words and your actions, and let these seeds get watered or nurtured by God. It might be that you get another opportunity to nurture or water, but you might not. My father reminded me many, many years ago that I couldn't argue someone into heaven. I was very interested in apologetics, the arguments, the reasons for the things of God and the gospel. But picking a fight will not be the winner. God working through you will. This Romans passage is full of lots of good value. And just after where we read to today, there's a powerful message about everybody being shown God through creation. Sometimes guiding people to that connection might be part of that message. Verse 19 says this, Since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen. How do we tap into that as we point to God through Jesus? I can think of some amazing examples of creation screaming at me. There is a God and he loves us. Think about the intricate detail of a baby developing in its mother's womb. Incredible. What about the detail in the leaves on our trees and the capacity of these leaves to change carbon dioxide into oxygen? These are two examples that stand out for me. What are your examples? of the world creation screaming at you. There is a God and he loves us. If we know what the gospel is and know we are charged to share it, then my encouragement to you is not to be ashamed of the gospel and to hide your belief in God, but to live it in all you do, to speak into the space when you can. Tom Wright in God in Public, writes, The Bible and the Christian gospel point us and indeed urge us to be at the leading edge of the whole culture, articulating in story and music and art and philosophy and education and poetry and politics and theology and even academic biblical studies, a worldview which we will mount the historically rooted Christian challenge, leading the way into a world with joy, humour and gentleness, with good judgment and true wisdom. Ask God for the encouragement and the strength to give you opportunities to not be ashamed, but to live and to do. Let's pray. God of all creation, 
Help us to know your gospel and to share it faithfully from our heart and from where we are, using what you have given us to faithfully serve you. Amen.